Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. Happy Saturday to you. Well, I thought the weather would turn, and it still hasn't. Things are changing, are they not? Well, we'll prosper anyway with the right attitude. Which is the subject of today's show, the right attitude. Today's show, when your health concern persists, it's because you've been told to ask yourself the wrong questions. Change that bad habit today. Let me repeat that. When your health concern persists, it's because you've been told to ask yourself the wrong questions. Change that bad habit today. That's today's show. And the reason that's today's show is because for 30 years, that predominantly is all I've seen people do. If I had my way, I'd get rid of every radio show, YouTube clip in America that did this. And there'd only be about 1% of them left. And what do I mean? Well, I did a, last, a, sh a show last week on fenbendazole. Remember that? This guy named Tippins had cancer and claimed that fenbendazole cured his cancer. And while I'm very happy for him, it saddens me. In fact, that's putting it mildly. It tortures me, I'd say that people buy into this stuff. Not because you don't have a one in a million shot of curing your cancer with fenbendazole, but because you completely destroy the value of using fenbendazole when you have cancer. You got to sit on that statement here. And what I mean is, instead of saying, and it's so simple, Simplicity, of course, is what we're not about anymore. What we should be telling people is, let fenbendazole be one of many integers that combined with other things will create the line across which your body will organize a healing. Now, please don't wound me further by saying, oh, yeah, I get that. It's more than one thing. Well, that makes sense. Because that's not what you do. And that's not what far too many people fail to do. We've got this myopic view that what you do when you have a health concern is you try something and then you figure out if it worked for you or not. And then if it doesn't, you try something else. 
Now, I'm talking to a very specific group, but increasingly there's a lot of people in this group. I'm not talking about people who love to just mess around with health supplements and techniques and stuff, and they don't really have a health concern. They're just into their health, which is a great thing. But I'm not talking about that kind of person. I'm talking about people that have symptoms, health concerns, from they're going to die of cancer to high blood pressure across the board, and they're looking for answers. And the first thing that you're taught to do is try something. And then you try it, and you decide whether or not it helped you or not. You look at what you tried it for, and then you say, it didn't work or it did work. And then you try something else, and then you try something else, and then you try something else. And if I follow you around for a year or two or three, you're trying everything, and you're making that massive mistake. And it's right in front of your face, meaning your mistake is right there, and you're still making it, and that's the mistake, one mistake I want to address. You never put the responsibility of a cure on the back of one thing. Now, I know what you're saying. You're saying, well, okay, Medici, tell me something I don't already know. Shame on you if you're doing that. Don't make me angry because you're doing it all the time. And why is that? Because you're taking the sucker punch. You are drinking the Kool-Aid. Now, what do I mean? The entire industry profits from doing YouTube clips telling you that if you do this for that, it will work. And while you know you can't buy that, you do it anyway. And when it doesn't work, you listen to somebody else that tells you, well, try this because that'll work. And what I'm saying to you is, is you are, through your subconscious, being scammed all the time into thinking that, hey, gee, you know, it's only 20 bucks. And my eyes are going bad. I've got macular degeneration. I've got glaucoma. I've had a heart attack, and I know I'm placking up further. I've got terminal cancer. What do I have to lose? That's what you're telling yourself, and you have somebody pitch it, and you catch it, except you catch it and it knocks your teeth out. But you don't see it that way. It's worth a try. You never know. And it's a scam. And so what we ahead of time forecast is that you'll reach that conclusion. So what do we do? We bring a guy on like the guy that came on last week, Mr. Tippins. And he looks like everybody's happy grandfather. He's a nice-looking man. He must have been captain of the football team. He's not selling anything. He's mild-mannered. And I agree. What I played for you last week was one such an individual, and God bless him for his cure. But we're selling. That's what we're doing. And whether we're not selling or we are selling, we're still selling. And what do I mean? We're feeding that delusion that you're very susceptible to being scammed by, which is that the way you approach your health concern is by 
trying different stuff until something works. And the media supports that. The profit margins support that. And it's not the way to do it. You see? Furthermore, what we do, even if we get... So here's number two. Furthermore, what we do, if we understand you can't just try one thing at one time, is we combine things. And we do this, plus this, plus this, plus this. And we say, after a while, I've tried all this stuff. I've even combined it. And I still haven't had it work. And what we persist in doing is the same thing over and over and over again. That's another huge mistake. And why? Well, I can only give you the topical answer to that. And that is... Well, let me put it to you this way. To say I can't sleep and to say I tried magnesium, I tried L-tryptophan, I tried CBD oil without the THC, I tried CBD oil with THC, I tried Zisyphus, I tried this, I tried, you know, nature sounds and thunder. I've tried everything there is to try. In fact, I'm trying them all now and isn't it's not failing it's not succeeding to even get to that level which is mistake number 2 is to forego a much more important question that you never get to ask yourself and that is could it be you're barking up the wrong tree could it be that you're not sleeping because you can't let go of that relationship. You can't let go of the fact that you hit 60 and your dream didn't come true. You can't let go of the fact that you are so stressed. You've gotten yourself into such a place of stress that unless you make more lifestyle changes and understand where your bad habits are, you're never going to be able to relax enough to sleep at night. Meaning, while you're running around saying, well, I tried melatonin, but it didn't work, but I'm not, I'm not naive. I know I have to go out and try 10 things. Well, I put them all together in this specialized concoction. And if it doesn't work, I'll specialize another concoction. And while you're doing that, you're being sucker punched twice because the bottom line is you're miserable with your life. Do something about it or don't expect to sleep. I spoke to an individual about a month ago in a relationship. She's in a relationship that she ought to get a lawyer and run from as fast as she can. And I couldn't believe it. She's sitting there in my office saying, I don't understand why I can't sleep anymore. And I had to say, well, don't you think it's because once a week somebody holds off and smacks you upside your head, curses you out like you're a cheap, cheap tramp? You know what she said? I'm going to tell you what she said. And she's that person that's looking for the supplement cure. 
knowing that one won't work, knowing she might just buy out the whole kitchen chest. You know what she said to me? Well, you know, this isn't the first bad relationship I have, and I used to be able to sleep no matter how bad the relationship is. You know what she told me? She said, in fact, you can't really be right, Dr. M, because this relationship, albeit not perfect, is better than the last one I had. That guy used to beat me every day. This guy only beats me once in a while. I'm way ahead on it, but oddly, I can't sleep now. If what you're saying was true, I wouldn't have been able to sleep 10 years ago when I was being smacked upside the head every day. If you're listening to this show, this is straight talk on health. It is straight talk. I can't stomach the other type. It's everywhere. Read the Orange County Register today. I have to do this. The Orange County Register, get it today. I did. It's actually a physical paper. You know, like the kind you put in your hand? And it announces that the World Health Organization has finally declared that the COVID crisis is over. Thanks to those vaccines. Oh, man, where does it end? Where does it end? Have you noticed how dead it is out there? I think the guy on before me was talking about the Great Reset. They've succeeded because it's dead out there. People are muffled. Businesses are muffled. There's an air so thick you can cut it with a knife. They've succeeded. From March of 2020, for a year and a half, I told you every single Saturday, the scam this was, the masks, the vaccines, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks. I put Ioannidis on, Newt Wachowski. I put the best, most credentialed doctors, scientists, and epidemiologists in the world on this show. YouTube clips, everything to try to teach you from March of 2020 that those face masks didn't do a darn thing. And guess what? In hindsight, that's the truth. Now it's out in the literature. But what we're going to do is just sell you on another crisis. That economy. You go to a mother's for your vegetables and what used to cost you Two bucks is now five. A cucumber for three ninety nine. There's another crisis now. And people are like plebeians. They're like little sardines. Frightened little rodents. Rodents who just run. Fear-driven. No sign of true faith. If we had faith, Gavin Newsom would not be in office. He would have been recalled. Right, I know, I know, I know. Don't get political. Stick to nutrition. Got it. I understand. These things aren't important. Health is important. Health, when you're hiding under a rock, is important. But I diverge, yes. Grant me that. Point is, you're barking up the wrong tree. Point number three. If the problem is in the nutritional biochemical realm, that's one thing. But when 
you've tried everything. You have to ask yourself. You've been trained not to ask yourself. You have been trained and told by mostly the alternative medical community, the natural healers. You have been told to continue to bark up the wrong tree. When it's not nutritional, it's psychological. When it's not psychological, it's structural. Don't forego structural therapy when it's nutritional. Don't forego nutritional therapy when it's psychological. Don't give your money to shrinks when you need to touch your toes. And here's a fourth one. When the sum total of all the scars from surgeries, chronic trauma, and just life in general twist you into a ball of snot, it's called fascial adhesion. Don't go to your chiropractor and don't go to your acupuncturist and don't go to your nutritionist and definitely don't go to your shrink. And when you are a twisted ball of fascia, you'll have psychological issue. You will have biochemical issue. You will have structural issue, none of which will resolve unless you address the adhesion. Don't bark up the wrong tree. So number one, you're looking for that one thing that'll work. Number two, you're combining a lot of therapies, thinking you're on the right track, but never really understanding that they have to all combine themselves to cross the point at which you start to change your physiology and you have no way of measuring that. You're just adding stuff together and figuring, well, do the math. The more good stuff you add, the better. And number three, you're barking up the wrong tree. Now I'm going to continue. By the way, I'm going to, and I just started, I'm doing a one-hour version of each week now. So I'm doing the on-air and then the off-air. But you can all get that on the website. That's straighttalk.cc. And increasingly, I'm going to be doing this. In fact, if I were to stop doing radio at some point, you'll just go straight to the website because we're going to, you know, we're going to have to deal with that at some point. And so what I'm saying to you is I'll be doing one hour scenarios starting today, all of which the second half of make sure you access it at straighttalk.cc. Here's another one. I don't care if you've got cancer, Parkinson's, heart disease, you've had a stroke, you've got bad arthritis, you've got autoimmune disease. It doesn't matter. What you need to do is understand that health is not about treating your lupus, treating your disease. Health is about getting healthy. And along the way, your body will push it out. So if you come in for back pain, doctor, I have relentless chronic back pain. I just need a release. I don't know what to do. I've been to the chiropractor. I've been to the acupuncturist. I've been everywhere. I got news for you. You drank the Kool-Aid. You've been trained by the powers that be to keep yourself in the gutter. If your pain owns you and you're looking for someone to fix it, do the following. 
sit back, listen to all my shows. That's right, all 620. Or sit back and create a checklist of the most important things you can do for your health in general. A checklist of the top five, we'll say, most important things you can do to fix your health. And as you're enduring and persisting and spending time and spending money and spending energy and spending your faith, improving the top five things you can do for your health, don't you dare complain about your symptom. I don't care. You just live with it. You've been living with it for 20 years anyway. Keep living with it. You keep your mouth shut and you feed your health. You keep your mouth shut and you feed your health. You don't let yourself get up in the morning and go, oh, well, uh, I've cut out the sugar and you know, I'm going to the bathroom more regularly and I'm walking around the, the house three times a day and I don't see any difference in my back pain. Or my tumor's not any smaller. Don't you dare do that. You just make a checklist. A checklist of the 5, 10, 15 most important things you can do to improve your health. And make sure you do them. How's that? How's that? All cure is the same. Oh, there's number 5. There's number five that we taught you not to believe. We taught you not to believe that all cure is the same. That's right. So we train you to come in and go, hi, doctor. I filled out your, your intake form and what are we going to do about my concern? That's what you do. You're dead once you say that. You're going nowhere because it won't allow you to understand that all cure is the same. If you look at that top, most important 100 things you can do for your health, the only difference between you and the next guy and the next guy and the next guy is your portfolio. In other words, the place where you have to put your priority is different for you than it's different for him, than it's different for her, than it's different for the cancer, than it's different for the Parkinson's. But in the end, the checklist is the same. Go ahead. Tell me I'm wrong. At least tell me you don't understand what I'm talking about. Or tell me you're nodding your head, which is good but you still don't know how to take that to the mat, so to speak. Tell me that. Tell me your truth. I want to know your truth. I said, if you have a health concern, worse yet a disease, worse yet a terminal disease, if you live in relentless pain, if any of these things are true, you have to make a checklist. What checklist? What does that checklist sound like? Wait a minute. That's right. I have a website. It's got 50 laws. The 50 laws of health. There's 50. There's 50. How about 100? How about a checklist of 100 things that I've spent 11 years trying to explain the nuances of? 
and make a checklist picking the things you think are most important to you. And get down and dirty and start changing them. And don't you dare complain about your health concern. Yes, I am repeating myself. You're not crazy. And if you persist that way, you will thank me for the rest of your life. Now, I try to do this with people. I may not do a great job of it. But what I deal with every day, and it's torture, is the fact that the entire culture goes against that. It's telling you not to do that, whether you know it or not, whether you're nodding your head or not. You're going to buy one thing, buy a few things. You're going to think it's in nutrition when it's in your psychology. You're going to think it's in your psychology when it, you can't bend down and touch your toes. You're going to think the cure is yoga when you have to cleanse. We have you so cockeyed on this issue, you're never getting out of the hole. And if you want to know from my vantage point where the devil lives, it's right there. We have a lot of sick people in Orange County. We got a lot of sick people in the world. We got a lot of people that, what do you want me to say? Innocent, afraid, stupid, low IQ, morons that just bought one of the greatest scams in the history of mankind. But thank God that vaccine fixed it. The Orange County Register said the crisis is over. The World Health Organization. I want to leave you with one thing on this. Remember Sweden? Remember when I brought Johan Gasek on? Remember Tegnell? The Fauci of Sweden? Remember they said, we're not closing the schools. We're not forcing masks. We're not going into a lockdown. Guess what? They got the best statistics in Europe. And they were hounded. They were mutilated. They were criticized. They were threatened. They were every single thing. Yeah, I know. We all understand that now, right? Yeah. What were we doing when we could have put 200,000 Christians together to go up to Sacramento and get rid of Newsom? What? What were our pastors doing? Where was the call? Where's the Templar spirit? No. We weren't around to do that. We had our PP loans and all that other stuff. Maybe that's why people just can't see the scam of health. Oh, yeah, I know. I don't go to Kaiser. I'm not talking about Kaiser. I'm talking about how the scam of health has invaded what you call your chiropractors, your acupuncturists, your massage therapists, and they don't know it. They've been scammed by their teachers. This is why we say the devil's ubiquitous. It's everywhere. God bless you, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week. Okay, part two. All right, I'm good. this is what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start doing a part two, the first half on radio, and then the second half online here. I used to do that, and then I felt a half an hour was enough, but I no longer do. I just can't get the concepts across to my satisfaction. So look forward to that with pictures. Some of you remember that was the old model. So I'm going to go back to that. All right, so Fenbendazole. 
fenbendazole. Cures cancer, does it? I did a show on this last week. It relates to today's show. And the point is, both sides of the coin, both opinions. It doesn't cure cancer, and that's a big myth and a lie, and it does cure cancer. Both perspectives are way off. And that was the point of today's show. You're taught, you're trained. Now, this is the subtlety. This isn't what you think is the problem with your health inquiry, your health concern, your disease, your symptom. But this is the problem. And that is, is you don't know how to ask the right questions. You don't know how to approach it. And there's a whole bunch of ways you make that mistake. The entire industry of health, natural health, allopathic, or holistic, they all put you on the wrong track. Let me give you an example. Fenbendazole. Fenfen. Last week, I put a guy on by the name of Tippins. Older guy, sweetheart of a guy, nice-looking man, given a terminal diagnosis with lung cancer. And he's healthy and alive today and just doing great. He's cancer-free. He's on air. He's around. He's on shows. He's been vetted. It ain't no lie. This guy had terminal lung cancer, small cell, I believe, and he cured it, and he says it's the fenbendazole. Now, is that true? Yes. But you see, two sides of this are it's a lie, it's a joke. Even the guy in the... I'm probably going to put this clip on. Even the guy on the, the news report in the little documentary they did, the researcher said, I'm not sure this is really happened it's of course it's happened but of course they're trying to confuse it with well maybe it wasn't the fenbendazole and it's whole story but the point is you have the naysayers and then you have this guy who swears by it so it develops two groups the skeptics the people that say it's a scam and then the people that all want to go out and buy it tomorrow you know call your broker and put it into the fenbendazole company and my point to you is both sides have drank the Kool-Aid without knowing it, as usual. And that's where the devil lives. See, you don't know how scammed you're being. Let me give you an example. Claiming that the fenbendazole cures cancer implies that you ought to go out because you've got cancer. Purchase it and take it. Find out the dose and start. Which means you believe in the it theory. Fenbendazole will cure it. And then when that it doesn't work, which statistically it won't. I hope that's not news to you. I've used fenbendazole for years with different people. I haven't seen it do anything. Why do I use it? Because it's true. It provides mechanisms that have been studied that work against cancer, no doubt. But when does that supposed to mean, when does that start meaning that 
if you've got a terminal situation, you're just going to pop some capsules into your mouth and get out on the other side. And don't tell me that, well, we, we do know that. Of course we know that. Nothing works all the time. No, that's where you lie. You lie because the implication, if you look at the pitch on that show, was you got it, go out and get it, and keep your hopes up. And again, that's the Kool-Aid. You're falling into a trap. And the trap is that it works that way. And the trap is that if it doesn't work that way, then Fenbendazole is a waste of your money. Both sides are wrong. What you're supposed to do is understand that one of the ways you approach a healing is by bringing in many things that address many alternate mechanisms, all of which being addressed may allow your body to cross a threshold. All the tributaries to disease may be... All the tributaries to disease, all the, the pathways to disease may be interrupted if you take enough of different things. And if you interrupt enough pathways, the cancer, the disease, runs out of alternate mechanisms. You see, when you have a disease, it's like playing chess. There is an intelligence on both sides of the coin. The intelligence of the body that understands how to heal and the intelligence of the body that wants to pursue and sustain the symptom or the disease. And if you block it one way, it'll go about create the same havoc the other way. So what do people do? They watch some sort of a little documentary, a little news clip. Sense the veracity, the authenticity, meaning the truth of the claim, meaning this guy did cure his cancer and he puts it on fenbendazole. And we know there's great research done that all points to the fact that fenbendazole is truly anti-cancer. Now there's one side of it. The point is it blocks a mechanism. Now, instead of putting all your money on one Put it on 10 things. Put it on 15 things. We don't do that. I'm telling you we don't do that. I'm telling you that what we do is look for the it. And I don't care if you're saying you don't do that, you still do it. And the reason you still do it is the amount of pressure, of pure pressure, whether it's allopathy or whether it's alternative health, the amount of pressure, the amount of Madison Avenue marketing that crashes down upon you is something you can't really account for. And it's all telling you, buy this because this will work. When you tout, when you tout the benefit of a certain herb or substance of sort against an individual 
who's living in pain, and even if it's not terminal, it's significant. It robs them of life force. They are vulnerable to the point where if they can sit there and just tiptoe their fingers to a phone, pay the freight charge and the cost of the supplement, get it to the house and pop it into their mouth, because that's all the energy they have to realize. The, the pressure on someone to believe that, to believe that lie. And then to make matters worse, yes, that guy actually did that. There are always people who will do that and claim it's Ben Bendizol. And even if it's the truth, you want to know what your probability rate is? It's rare. It's unusual. It doesn't happen. So there's one big mistake. Now here's the second big mistake. And again, when your health health concern persists, it's because you have been told to ask yourself the wrong questions. You have a bad habit because you've been trained to analyze your health journey in the wrong way. You're sitting there like Sherlock trying to figure it out. You have no ability. You have been robbed. You have been told that health is about an evolution that's out of somebody's delusion. Just buy that herb. Here's the second one. The second Kool-Aid. The second glass. Add this herb and that herb and this herb and that herb and this herb. Add them all together. Because you understand that just one thing isn't wise. Suppose all those things added together are nutritional. They're about going after the biochemical mechanisms, the pathways that have broken, and the herbs and other things needed to correct those broken pathways. When in fact your problem's emotional. Give you a great example. I had an individual, a female, a number of months ago. She can't sleep. She's got bad insomnia. And she comes in and she says, my doctors can't figure it out. I've tried everything. Meaning she's tried the Ambien. And she's tried, that's the pharmaceutical drug, Ambien. But she's tried the Kava Kava. But she's tried the Valerian root. But she's tried the Magnesium. But she's tried the L-tryptophan with the 5-HTP, just to be sure. She's tried the melatonin. She's tried the CBD oil. She's tried the CBD oil with the THC. And she says to me, nothing's working. And I said to her, how can you be looking? How can you be looking for a biochemical, herbal, nutraceutical, pharmacological solution to this when every day you go home to a maniac for a significant other. Lady, your husband is nuts. And you have to walk on glass. And she says to me, and you know what she says to me? She says, that can't be the case. Yeah, that's what she says. That can't be the case because my last husband was much worse and I always slept like a baby. 
I said, so you're telling me this guy abuses you once a week and a husband of the past abused you every night, but because you slept then and not now, it can't possibly mean that at the root of your insomnia is this newfound useless relationship where you feel tormented. And that's what she thinks. I've seen people who are overweight do this. Guy comes in, he's 350 pounds. He's going to the table. He's going to get cut. His back is killing him. He can't live. He can't walk. He's in a wheelchair. He's 350 pounds. And you tell him to lose weight. And he looks at you straight in the face. This is true. And he says, that can't be the case. I used to be 400 pounds and I didn't have back pain. And you listen to this and, you know, you want to slam yourself or you want to slam them through a wall. How can you be that blind? And in all honesty, it's not their fault. You see, we train them to think that way. That's what we do. When was the last time you walked into a psychologist's office and they said, look, I'm not going to take your money because you need to go to do yoga. And when was the last time you went to somebody for your low back pain, some massage therapist, and they said to you, you don't need to cleanse your body. And when was the last time you went to a nutritionist that sent you to a shrink? Nobody, nobody sends business away. And so what the innocent consumer does and what you learn that's absolutely fallacious, but what you learn is not to consider that if you've given due diligence to some psychological insight so you can relieve yourself of your burden, that you just might be barking up the wrong tree. You see, number two, number three, we don't teach you to change tracks. So what do you see? I've seen this. You see people who instead of realizing the problem structural, stay with nutritional approach for 20 years. And I know people in yoga who rather than address the fact that they're making poor nutritional choices, stay with yoga for 20 years when all they had to do was start eating meat or all they had to do was give up meat or all they had to do was stop eating dinner and so on and so forth. And so if you look at root, root cause in terms of a track, like a tree, and you look at psyche, and you look at structure, and you look at adhesion, and you look at blood chemistry, what you find are people investing years upon years in the wrong track. Who fills them in? Who tells them that? Nobody. Somebody comes to you because they think in their competent assessment that the way to go is to a shrink. When does that shrink send them away? Doesn't work that way. There are very, very, very few people in especially holistic health that will do that. You see, even allopathies figured this out. You have a knee problem and you go see your cardiologist and he'll tell you to go to an orthopedist. The orthopedist may look at it and tell you to go to a neurologist.
And this is the thing. Allopathy has at least figured this out. We haven't. And people suffer. So number one, you think it's the it, the fenbendazole. Number two, you blend everything, thinking sooner or later you're just going to like put it all together and land on it, only to find out you're barking up the wrong tree, which is number three. How about this? How about this for a bad habit, a bad perspective, a way to look at it that we don't look at it? That your neck pain is a function of poor vascular flow. Meaning that what you designate as the symptom has a solution that's found in an entirely different place. Your back pain and your inflammatory condition in the joints of your low back is not being neutralized because you don't sleep. You walk into somebody, they do it to me all the time. You walk in with a problem like back pain and you tell somebody that back pain's related to the fact that because you don't clean your gallbladder, you can't pull all the sediment out of your extracellular space. And if you don't do that, the physical therapy won't work. How about a perspective, a training, a consolidation throughout the entire gamut of holistic practitioners that starts giving the public an understanding that anything can cause anything. And I'm telling you, this isn't the case. I'm telling you that if somebody comes in and they're depressed and you tell them it's because they're staring at a computer 60 hours a week, it doesn't sink in. Not in the practical relevance of things. It's entertained, it may be considered, but in the end, when you decide that your relationship that didn't work is the reason you're depressed, and somebody says, no, you'd shake that in a second if you moved into the wilderness, or if you moved from the wilderness into a different climate, or if you moved from a different climate into a different type of a home. When you make these long, broad-range connections between the designated symptom or disease and something that's not particularly related, something that's too far out of the box, people will tell you you're crazy. And that's a shame because it mutes, it models a reality. It obscures the fact that many of the problems we face have solutions in completely different areas, meaning everything's connected to everything. But we don't get that one across. We function off the allopathic model. We say, we do physical therapy. We do chiropractic therapy with some infrared therapy. We do adjustments. We do massage. And if you come here for your knee pain, you're going to find out that that's where the problem is. 
And you just keep hanging in there because sooner or later, despite the fact we're barking up the wrong tree, despite the fact that your knee pain is related to the fact that you can't go to the bathroom correctly, that you're going to have back pain if you are stuffed with feces, we'll just not mention that, not care enough to know it ourselves, and just say, I'm a chiropractor. And this is what I do. And it's in the neighborhood of my scope of practice. So it must be for my scope of practice. And it's absurd to think that you have low back pain because your gallbladder is plugged. Or you need to have your bite adjusted. You see what I mean? You see? It works that way. We teach you to screw yourself. We teach you to stay sick in the name of trying to help you. That is what we do. I've been doing this long enough. And I have broken a lot of trends. I have gone counterculture. On every level you can go counterculture across four different heavy educations. And I'm telling you, the devil is ubiquitous. It infests everything. And it teaches your doctors, who are taught by their teachers, to screw the public in the name of trying to help them. That's how good the scam is. Nobody's scamming you in the sense that they think they're hurting you. The fix is so good. The scam is so sophisticated. What could be better than teaching people to keep you sick and debilitated in the name of trying to help you. It almost sounds like your parents. Just kidding. But I have a point, don't I? You see? What we ought to be doing is saying, I have a symptom, I have a problem. And I have a checklist before me. Regulate my blood sugar. Get seven to eight straight hours of sleep. Balance my autonomic nervous system. In fact, clean my biliary system to the point where, well, I used to call it, right, biliary patency. Some of you might remember. Pull the belly of the muscle. Pull the belly of the muscle Pull it until you can get the tendon. And once you can get the tendon, separate the bone. And once you can separate the bone, revel in the systemic release. And once that happens consistently, start to unwind through the dural tissue. There's five different things. I've got 624 shows as of today. They're filled with tasks things to do that will affect a hundred different things in the body. Why don't we take our brain tumor? Why don't we take our back pain? Why don't we take our insomnia? Why don't we take our autoimmune disease and throw up next to it a checklist, a checklist of how to feed your health. And when someone says, yeah, that's right. 
That's a nonspecific way to heal. That's the way to tell everyone to heal. And I'm not everyone. I'm special. I have a special problem that must be studied specially for me. You know what's special about you? Your checklist, your portfolio, where you need to work is special to you. And that, in fact, is what makes you special. But no, that's not what people have been trained to think. They've been trained to think in terms of, I've got lupus, and the way we approach lupus is very different than the way we approach brain cancer. And the way we approach brain cancer is very different than low back pain. And the way we approach back pain is very different than gastrointestinal distress. And the way we approach gastrointestinal stress is very different than the way we approach kidney disease. Specialization. You see, we're too smart for ourselves. We're specialists. And you're looking for that special thing that's specific to you, that's worth your investment of time, money, and energy, that's going to lead you to the Garden of Eden. And you, my friend, have been scammed. And I'm going to leave you with that. You think about what I'm saying. Because I'm telling you I am dead on dead on you want to heal you want radiant health you want to get on the other side of your symptom or your chronic disease you get real about the process that's a higher level request if you're going to sit there like joe dope and go well yeah okay yeah well i got the specific problem and there must be a specific remedy for it you know you drink in the kool-aid and statistically, you're going to be very disappointed. Now, I mean this information as a pearl. It's a message of optimism. But we got to get through people's thick heads. You got to get under people's skin a little bit. Because you can't break a habit otherwise. Breaking a habit's not exactly a friendly thing. And we're in the habit of being way too friendly. All right. I'll see you next week. This will be the new format. I'll be adding periodically pictures. I don't really think this is a picture kind of a concept today. But when I get to other types of topics, we're going back to the, to the images. All right, guys. Have a great week.